Welcome back to another edition of Trail Talk SA. I'm Brad Brown. It's good to have you on board. Thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, I was looking at the race calendar just the other day, and I can't believe uh, that it's just over a year ago since I ran the uh, Salomon Featherbed Trail in Neisner back in 2014. The 2015 edition has just taken place, and I've been uh, meaning to chat to uh, the guys and girls who, who put the race on because it is an absolutely epic, epic run. Uh, on the podcast for a while now, and I thought, you know what, uh, no better time than now. The race is done. We can talk about uh, what's in store for 2016. It's still a long way away, but uh, let's find out a little bit about the run and the history and how it's grown, and it's an absolute pleasure uh, to welcome onto the podcast today Mark Collins uh, from Magnetic South. Mark, welcome. Nice to nice to catch up. Very good, very good to be here. Thank you very much. Mark, I, I have to, to be honest, the uh, featherbed in 2014 was uh, my first proper, proper uh, sort of exposure to trail running. I signed up for the Nice Noise to Festival Big Five, and I was like, ah, oh, can't be that bad, uh, and absolutely loved it. That uh, Out of those five events, I can safely say that that featherbed trail run was my favorite. It is a, a superb, superb run. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely run. I mean, it's a fantastic opportunity that we have once a year to, to actually go onto the Western Head and run along that, that route, which uh, traverses the Fiddlebeck Game Reserve and then uh, across some private property and eventually coming across the railway line back into Neisner. So it, it, it's a very, very nice route and a very good uh, introduction to trail running. Mark, you talk about a, a once-a-year opportunity. It is exactly. I mean, it's you're not just paying lip service. That is actually the case. You know, you're not allowed to run there out of out of that race uh, any time of the year. Well, there are sort of uh, parts of the course that you can run on. The parts coming down through through Brenton and across the railway line is obviously uh, you know people use every day. But but a lot of that uh, course, uh, the majority of it is on the Featherbed Nature Reserve, which is uh, you know off limits uh, to the public. Uh, you can only actually get there by ferry boat. And, and then the other part, you know, the, the, the landowners up there very kindly open up uh, sketches of their property for us to, um, to come and run on. And that's just the once a year opportunity. Mark, talk to me a little bit about the history of, of the Featherbed Trail Run. When, when did it all start? Um, you know, we've been doing a, 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 an event, uh, the night runs and, and, the, and the night bike events for some years. And just coincidentally, you know, one, one of the years, um, these events were starting to sell out uh, completely with our, with our night run, a sort of a 10-kilometer run at night and then uh, on, on, uh, on the next night a 15-kilometer cycle race. And trail, trail running started, you know, taking off worldwide from being sort of a, a very niche sport for a long time with very few people to suddenly it, it started going mainstream and uh, we thought the you know the nice oyster festival being uh, you know one of south africa's iconic sporting festival the, the best week of winter here um we thought it, it, it needed a trail run and um we started looking around for for some way to put on a trail run. and we started you know we wanted something that was uniquely nice that was really nice and you, you don't really get more more nice than something that includes the lagoon and the hedge and uh, we went and approached the uh, the Federbit Company, and the Federbit Nature Reserve and, and the Federbit Company was then owned by um, William Smith, um, who is um, uh, he, he was the guy we all knew from teaching maths on on television. And uh, and he actually said to me, you know, we hike along that trail, we take people along, you'll never be able to run on it; it's, it's too technical. And he hadn't been exposed to trail running, so you know, I, I told him it was a mathematical certainty that uh, it would be possible <laughs> to get there. A whole field across across there without without serious injury, 
And he decided to give it a go, and he, he liked it very, very much and got very enthusiastic about it. And uh, the Feather the Trail Run was on the calendar, and we, we got a once-off chance, and then um, you know, we left his route cleaner than what we found it, and, and he thoroughly enjoyed the event. And, and I have to say, the new owners have embraced it with equally, if not more, enthusiasm than, than William had. And, uh, and now we have a fantastic event. We really look forward to it. We get fantastic cooperation from everyone, and it's a, it's a great event just to be a part of. Yeah, when, when William Smith says uh, technically it's not possible to run on that route, uh, Mark, he was obviously referring to me because uh, I think the first little bit where you end up going up the side of, of the head, uh, I, I wasn't the only one. Obviously, a lot of us at the back were walking, but uh, you, you want to take your time up there and, and soak up the views. Yes, no, you know, the, the best view is actually looking back over your shoulder. So you do want to have a look at that beautiful view. Now, when you look across to the eastern head and down the coast, you know, this is unspoiled coastline that stretches for miles. And at the same time, that is the part of the run where your heart is at maximum and pounding in your head. Um, and then you get over to the other side and you, you get a glimpse down, down the other side of, of the, uh, looking west across Buffalo Bay. So it's a, it's a, it's a lot of great views and a lot of great sights on that, on that trailer. Interesting, um, you know, Stuart Marais, um, Stuart who won it uh, three times and holds the second fastest time on there. He says that when you, when you, you know, he tries to cause as much pain as possible. He says he wants his opponents to give up hope by the time they get up to the top of that, <laughs> that, that, that farm. And he must be out of sight. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Mark, as, as far as the, the litter issue, that, that was one thing I really picked up as well. And, and I was amazed. And, and that's one of the, the big differences, I think, between road running and trail running, particularly here in South Africa, is there's just a, a willingness from, from trail runners to, to make sure that the trails are clean. I, I find so often, because I, I do do both, I find so often that, that road runners, and I don't know what it is, that, that they, I don't know if it's an ignorance thing, but it, there's no thought as to we throwing our water sachet on the side of the road. And, and we saw it in Neisner, the, the Neisner Marathon, where, where you're in this pristine forest and people are throwing water sachets into this forest. But as as far as trail runners go, there, there seems to be a, a massive awareness about keeping those trails clean. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think, you know, I mean, I'd, I'd never want to knock road running at all. Road running is the most, the most fantastic sport, and I've, I've followed it my whole life, and, and I'm a, a road runner as well as, as well as a trail runner. But I, this, this is one thing that just has to change. It's, it's an archaic rule that you are actually, you know, most countries, you're not actually allowed to look. You're not actually allowed to drop a piece of paper. So why in a sporting event should you be allowed to throw something down on, on the side of the road? Um, it, it's just ridiculous. And, and I, I think, you know, trail running, most trail runners have a big conscience in that. So there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of the top guys and, and a lot of trail runners also out there, they have this philosophy of you leave the trail better than you found it. And, um, and it's about respect for the, the areas that you run through. So, um, I, I, something I feel very strongly about, and I, I think, you know, road running, it's just, uh, and, and it's actually just a minority of, of road runners that actually do that, but that can cause, you know, such, such a bad image for, for the sport. And it's, it's a simple rule. You just manage whatever you take onto, onto the course, wherever you go. You have to manage that. You can't just leave with the line behind. It's just, it's, it's an, it's an archaic rule that you're allowed to do that. 
Yeah, I agree. It's just absolutely not acceptable at all. Mark, and then finally, looking, looking at the, the 2016, uh, feather bed, obviously we, we just less than a year away. I mean, call it a year for, to, to be on the safe side of things. You mentioned that, uh, things that, that 10k and, and the 15k mountain bike then started selling out. The, the feather bed, uh, trail run is, is very, very popular. It sells out pretty quickly as well. And you, you've added a few others. So there's a morning one. There's a, there's an evening one. As far as I know, there's a, a mid day one as well how much bigger can this thing actually get well i think uh, i think trail running is, is growing more popular and we uh, you know we, we have certainly been passionate about and being passionate about the festival would like to offer more more races and we, we're certainly looking towards the future to offering more for the trail runner coming down to nazna for the two weeks now we ultimately we'd be able like to over the 10 days of the festival be able to offer at least five different uh, runs um for the whole week. But um, we have expanded the feather bids. Initially, we started with two, and then it went to three runs, uh, including the night run. Initially, we did three snow runs. And uh, yet our long-term vision for the festival and for the feather bid is to, to offer, you know, at least five different options, different distances, uh, perhaps a short one, a 5K sprint, another night race, and then something a bit longer. You know, there's definitely a demand for longer snow runs, uh, and so we'd like to offer a longer one as well. Yeah, there's a huge appetite for, for endurance running, particularly here in South Africa. I just think it's uh, in our DNA and it's, it's not just exclusive to running. I mean, if you look at, at, at all the sports, you look at cycling, you look at mountain biking, uh, we, we've got some, some crazy, crazy long races and, uh, we sort of uh, lend ourselves to, to the longer endurance sort of things. I mean, you just think of the, the, the Nisner Big Five as an example of which the, uh, the Salomon Featherbed Trail is, is one of the five events. I mean, that's a, it's a great week. You, you talk about the best week in winter. I would seriously urge uh, people, it's, it's, it's in the off-season essentially, and it's a great way to, I mean, if you are fit and you want to race something, fantastic, but from a, a base perspective to, to, to just use it as a week's worth of training, it's, uh, it's an amazing event, an amazing week. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I fell in love with the, the festival as a participant uh, long before we thought of organizing things. You know, just coming here, the atmosphere in Nice, man. And as you say, a week with 10 days of activities and you could do everything and you can... You know, a lot of a lot of the top guys do. You know, if they're not taking it seriously, trying to win the thing, they are using this event for training. And it's, uh, you know, the, all the festival, the range of activities, and then there's atmosphere at night. Um, you know, there's a lot of nightlife, a lot of activities uh, from wine tasting, cooking competitions, concerts, you name it. It's all happening. So it is a it is a, it's a lovely thing. And you know, I, I've often thought if I came from another country, I would you know, I would love to attend a festival like that. You know, where you can go for 10 days, you've got something for the kids, uh, you've got an option, a variety of different sporting events every day, and then you've got something to do every night. So uh, I hope it will continue that way. Yeah, without a doubt. Mark, as as far as uh, this race growing from strength to strength, you mentioned uh, hopefully adding more and, and longer sort of things. Y- your relationship with with Salomon, they they must be must be pretty tough with what you've done with that race as well. I mean, they they do a lot for trail running in South Africa, and it's great for them to associate with a, a brand like this. Absolutely, my my relationship or our relationship with Salomon goes goes to back to before they were in the country. We actually got sponsorship before the the, the the product was released in South Africa as an adventure racing team. And I have to say that, you know, these people are, are pas- so passionate about it that, and, and their loyalty is unquestioning and they've backed us all the way with everything we've ever done. And so um, I, I hope they are thrilled with the, the way the feather bed has grown from year to year and strength to strength. And, and we're very proud to put their brand up at, at our event. 
and uh, and certainly they have contributed significantly. If you look at what they've done in, in trail running South Africa, they've made a big, big difference. Mark, so it is a, it is a relationship we're very proud of. Mark, you mentioned that you're a runner as well, first and foremost. Uh, do, do you get a bit of FOMO standing on the side at these events, or do you get to, to take part in some of them as well? I do. I actually, I was intending to participate in this year's Federated Run. Um, and, uh, you know, actually I fancy myself as, as being able to have a shot close to the hour mark. Um, there. But thank goodness I didn't because I would have been beaten by the top woman this year. The women's <laughs> show has come on really uh, amazingly. And the, the, they were running very close to that hour, hour mark. So, um, yeah, um, I, I do find myself uh, getting very absorbed in the event as an organizer. And, and uh, when the event comes around, the last thing I actually could do is get out on the field and run. But I'm, I'm hoping to, to do something on the Otter this, this year and, and, and maybe next year get to do one of the featherbed runs as well. Mark, you, you mentioned the girls. I, I wanted to touch on them as well because there's obviously with the different races, there's uh, sometimes you, you could have a, a, a really fast time in one race, but then the next race that time could get beaten. And, and that's exactly what happened this year with, with the girls' race. So the record was broken in the one race and then it got broken again in the next one. Yes, no, absolutely. Um, really, you know, uh, I was actually staggered um, with the, the times that were being run there. Um, you know, when you saw a fast time being run in the morning, and uh, you think, uh, you know, in the afternoon was a particularly uh, hot, a hot race. And um, uh, coming in the, uh, in that heat, uh, I mean, it was 52 degrees um, measured at the finish line, suddenly in the middle of winter. And to, to run that time was, was fantastic. And, and beating, um, uh, sorry, my, uh, uh, beating that time that was set that morning, uh, was, was just, uh, an incredible athletic performance. That it was. If people want to find out more about the Salomon Featherbed Trail Run, Mark, where can they, where can they go to? I know you guys are online. All the details there. What's the website address? Well, uh, the Featherbed is here on Magnetic South, our event company website. All the details are on the website, magneticsouth.net. Awesome stuff. Mark, what we'll, what we'll do is we'll pop all those links uh, or that link uh, from the show notes of this episode of Trail Talk SA so people can link straight through if they want to find out more about it. But I can't recommend it highly enough. I think it is an amazing, amazing race. Uh, it's an opportunity you don't get very often to run uh, in that featherbed uh, nature reserve. So, yeah, do yourself a favor. Go check it out. If you ever find yourself in the beautiful town of Neisner around the Neisner Oyster Festival, make sure you get in on the action. It's a fantastic race. Mark, thank you so much for your time today here on uh, Trail Talk SA. Much appreciated. Thank you very much for having me. Good to be here.